to another episode of Confessions of Disney Cast Member, where I chat to cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. In today's episode, I'll be chatting to Ash, who sprinkled his pixie dust at Disney Cruise Line and Youth Activities. So welcome, Ash. Hello, thank you for having me. Oh, of course, thank you for coming. We actually connected through YouTube. Yes, so... yep. I need you to drop this YouTube because honestly, if you want to go on Disney Cruise Line, Ash's videos are so insightful and really interesting to watch. So drop <laughs> the details for us. Yeah, um, just, just my name, Ash Ball, B-U-L-L, is, uh, yeah. is my YouTube. It's, uh, yeah, I've been making videos about working for Disney Cruise Line for a couple of years. And um, it's funny because I don't actually normally, I don't normally tell people that I make these oh, videos. okay. Um, so... And people that I've been working with over the last few years have not known. It's only been in recent, like the, the recent years since the coronavirus stuff that people have been oh. finding my videos that I, that I work with. So on the ship, I try and keep it a little bit hush as, uh-huh. as I do. Okay. People do know, like my roommates and stuff know. Um, but yeah, that's well, what you do. I try and make. Then. Thank you. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try, oh, so... Yeah, I just try and keep it like down low on the ship. But yeah, it's fun. Is it hard to record on the ship? Because obviously everybody knows in Disney Cruise Line you work a lot of hours. So is it hard to fit it all in? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Like um, I always have these visions of trying to make videos and, and edit it, but it's you, we work like 10 hours a day. Yeah. Um, so trying to find time, not just to film stuff uh, on the ship, because I, I try and film about like kind of what my life's like on the ship more than kind of, it's not necessarily um, the secrets of behind the scenes of Disney yeah. Cruise Line. It's it's what it's like to work for the ship on a personal level okay. um, and be and be part of the crew. So trying to find time to to film stuff is very hard because I'm working you know long hours and sometimes I was finish at two a.m. or something and yeah um, stuff like that. And then once you filmed it, trying to edit it and put something together is is also another matter trying trying to do that. So it, it gets really hard. So like recently, I tried to film what I was filming on the ship because I'd gone back for the UK staycations. Uh-huh. and um I was I, my aim was I mean it's always my aim to film and record as I go along but have it like a two week three week um separation from when I do it yeah but I, I just couldn't do it I, I was just like so now uh. it's only now that my videos are starting to upload from from the UK staycation because I'm, I'm off the ship so it's easier yeah. easier to do it but well it's everyone it's knows about ship wi-fi so we don't envy you well, that, that. That, that's it that no, ship wi-fi is almost non-existent it's, yeah. it's so hard <laughs> well we'll get into all things living on the ship in just a second but we need to get in the disney mood so let's start with a little disney quickfire are you ready mm-hmm. oh yes i am okay so what is your favorite park at walt disney world Animal Kingdom, straight up. I love Same. It's, yes. it's just my fist. I love the animals. I love the environment. I love just the atmosphere of it. Uh, yeah, best park for me. Best shows as well. Yeah, Lion least, uh, King, yeah. Nemo. Absolutely. Like, uh, yeah. Obviously, RIP Nemo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that makes me very sad. <laughs> okay, next one. Go to Disney snack or drink. So, any park that you've been to or even cruise, like <clears> Disney <throat> snack or snack. Snack or drink? I can't speak today. Snack or drink? Snack. Um, <laughs> on the ship, I'll be honest, I've eaten so many of like Rice Krispie Mickey heads on the ship. <laughs> so I've, I've hundreds and hundreds of them. My go-to would just be like a Mickey bar, generally. Okay, classic. S- straight up, just straight up. Yeah, yeah. That's my that's my favourite. You know what you're gonna get? Simple. I like it. Here's what about spot. drink? <laughs> drink. Um, 
to be honest, I, I don't really know on that. I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't say mm. I have a favorite drink or anything. Oh, Just, uh, I'm over all like, over the margaritas at Mexico. Yeah, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a glutton for food. I'm a food man. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, next one. What is your favorite Disney ride? So that could be any park, but Disney ride. Um. Parts of the Caribbean. I've always loved parts of the mm. Caribbean since I was a kid. I, it's just, I don't know. I, I, it's immersive to me. It's a, it's a story. Yeah. I love it. Um, and it's always a ride if I have to go. I was at, in Paris last week um, and I was like, I have to go in parts of the Caribbean. I don't yeah. care. That's my, it's my ride. I'm here for a well. couple of days. Exactly. It's just, uh, it's just the whole thing of it. That's my favorite ride. I know it's not the most thrilling of rides, but. Oh, but it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's like, I love watching those videos on, is it TPM Vids, where you get to see, like, <laughs> the lights on, and oh, I love it. It's so yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I just kill the favorite. magic for myself, though. I'm such a freak. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next one. What is your favourite Disney movie? My favourite Disney movie is The Lion King 2, which I don't oh. think gets enough credit. I don't think it gets enough credit as, as, as being a great... It's, got, it's a great movie. Yeah. It's got great music, brilliant soundtrack to it. I just think it's, and yeah, it's, it's my utmost favourite Disney film. Um, people always contest me on that, but it's my favourite. It's a good one. And, you know, <laughs> it's not it's not my favourite, but you know what? You're <laughs> no. right, it does deserve a little bit more love. Yes, yeah. Okay, last one, and this is the hardest. If you okay. could work anywhere in the Walt Disney Company in a role that you've never done, mm. what would you do? World's your oyster. Visas don't exist. You can do whatever you well, want. That's it. Yeah, do whatever I want. Yeah. Um, oh, I've also got a couple on that. That's quite a good question. Um, yeah. If I went back to my favourite park, I would I would love to be like some sort of animal keeper at Animal Kingdom. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I would like to do that. I think that would be, that'd be amazing, right? Uh, amazing role. Um, also, but I think Adventures by Disney, I know it's, it's, it's got that kind yes. of stylish kind of adventure to it uh, it's very kind of similar to the cruise in that you know you go you with guests and you're doing experiences out and about and i think adventures by disney would be a would be a role um, well, if you want to hear it, more about it we have an episode with hanukkah who did adventures by disney and she did it all well, over it in scotland as well like i don't love scotland i don't promise but if i was <laughs> being a disney tour guide in scotland i would love it a little bit more you know be selling selling Scotland's sky high if I was in that role. Yeah. Love it. And then if I was to dream big though, I think I would love to be the captain of one of the Disney Cruise Line ships. Uh, if I had the skill for it, just the straight up captain, because they live the life. The, everybody uh, loves the captain. Everyone's like, oh the captain, yeah. the captain. <laughs> I've been They're on one Disney cruise life, ship. So. And everybody talks about the captain and the cruise director. The cruise director is some celebrity on that ship. Oh, Absolutely, people love the cruise. There's um, a number of like Leslie. Um, people love Leslie, the cruise director. But Everyone always talks about Leslie, whether it's the crew or guests coming on. Yeah, Sometimes I hadn't like... seen the director for like two days. I was like, ah, oh, I love Mike, the director. <laughs> Mike, Mike, he's on my, he's in my room. I can hear him all the time. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But Captain, I think that would be the best role. That'd be, that'd be something. I think so. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay, well, that is your Disney quick fire done. So are you in the Disney moods? Absolutely, always in the Disney mood. Yeah, okay, good. So <laughs> let's start with your Disney journey. So let's take it right to the start. What made 
your love for the Disney company? You know, like, was it from a small boy? Like, did you love it from a kid or is it quite a new thing? It's come from when I was a kid. I think like most people um, started yeah. started young with Disney. Yeah. Um, I think I was very lucky, actually. Growing up, I, I was I managed to go to Disney quite a lot. Disney World, mm. um, Disney, Disneyland. Um, I used to go often with my family. I think that's why I liked it the most is because yeah. the time literally I was with my family all together doing all these fun things and it was yeah. I've just loved it since then and then it's, and it's grown obviously the movies and everything like that um I used to I used to have this um two two double-sided cassette tapes of oh. it was all the Disney music up until that point of whenever I got it in like the early 2000s I think and I used to listen to that every night before I went to bed and so I used oh. to know all the words to every single Disney song I used to every side so the next night I'll just turn the cassette over play it again oh. and I used to listen to everything so it was always like a big thing for me Disney growing up and then um yeah it just evolved and then moved into working for Disney and from that but yeah I think it's always stemmed from just the parks first and then the movies yeah. and then the music and stuff so well Loved obviously it. going to work at with the Disney company was it always Disney Cruise Line you wanted to do or was there different parts of the Disney company you wanted to try well I, I started off actually in a Disney store um, oh, I started okay. working in the, in the Disney store, yeah, first, um, which is shut. It's, it's been shut now. It, it shut a couple oh, months ago, or last month, whenever it was. Um, that was a sad day. Um, and I loved working there. I, I worked there for about two years, two and a half years mm -hmm. in the Disney store. And then some of the people I worked with, she'd gone off and she'd worked for Disney Cruise Line. Um, and mm -hmm. my kind of background before that, I've, I've worked at Summer Camps as well, as you know, yeah. a lot of people who work in youth activities on the ship have worked at a summer camp and yeah. people will say why don't you disney cruise line are hiring i was like no i'll never i won't get, i'm not gonna get hired for disney cruise line no that's that's a, that's 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 not for me i don't think I'll, I'll be able to do that and then i was like do you know what no i'm gonna i'm gonna apply um i'd love working for the disney store but i wanted to do something else i wanted to be mm -hmm. an adventure and i literally got home from work at about 10 o'clock at night um i finished my application probably about 11 11 30 on, on the disney cruise line uh, website sent it in and then the next morning at about 9 a.m i literally got an email from a recruiter in london saying um i've got your application would you like to come for an interview um here's my uh like online calendar choose a date um and we'll go from there i said oh god yeah absolutely i wasn't expecting wow. it to be that quick so i thought yeah okay and so i booked the interview um, which was like a couple of weeks later and went and it basically went from there but it was such a, a quick kind of that turnaround is a quick from, turnaround from that I don't think it's that quick anymore I don't think people no. are going for any I mean especially even the current times but even in the last recent years it's not that quick <laughs> well if you compare yummy jobs I'm sure you've heard of yummy jobs with like the Disney yes. college program cultural exchange that is like a year in the making like you are months yeah. in these interviews you wait for a first interview you wait for a third a second you know, honestly that's a huge process so to say the next day that is amazing yeah I know and the thing is that was also something that I also had considered um going over and doing that, those programs um uh -huh. that was on my mind at the time of yummy jobs and doing that and I, I I was thinking about it and then the cruise line kind of took me took my kind of uh piqued my interest on that yes. you know because it's uh it's, it's very different it's it's yeah. an experience and adventure that i was like i, I want to do that um the, the process itself can be long the, the interview for me was very quick but obviously to get onto the ship was a few months um but it was it was a it was a quick a quicker process than i thought and it kind of took me by surprise yeah 
So, that's amazing. So was it just one interview or was there multiple interviews? No, it was one. So um, I chose the, because I, I lived I lived within 70 miles of Hammersmith, uh, where the ah. head office is, um, Disney's head office. So I had to go for um, uh, in-person meeting up there. Uh-huh. Um, and so I went, I went up there and that was about, it was about 40 minutes to an hour, maybe in the office. Oh, wow. and I was like, I walked in and I was like, I've no idea what I'm doing. They sat me on the couch and I walked in, got any elevators, took me to this really cool office. I sat there, met this really nice guy and, and interviewed. And um, it was just that one interview and he, he filled it out. He said at the end, we will, I would like to offer you the job, oh. obviously, um, barring you know all the criminal records checks and the references and stuff like that so you said you've got the job but we're not you know not 100% yet so just Mm -hmm. carry on as normal until everything's confirmed and that was it really I did I did that and I was like oh okay that's such a that's such a quick thing yeah night time you know 11 o'clock at night and then two weeks later I've been offered a job in theory it was and it really like a dream away, job like, like working on yeah. a Disney cruise ship like that's insane but obviously like before you get on board we know there's a lot of different things you have to get done like you mentioned criminal background check also I've heard there's a medical as well could you give us a little bit of insight on all this yes so there is a medical um and it's quite in depth you go up to uh, a certain place that Disney likes to send you they've got like different medical centers around the UK and depends on what country you're from they've got a medical center there um, I went to one in London and yeah, you basically you book an appointment Disney pay for it um, themselves if you go to the one that they say to go to if you go to another one um, you have to pay for it yourself but I always recommend going to the one Disney say to go to that way you know everything's checked off yeah. the list um, yeah, did that. They take they take your blood, you pee in a cup, you know. They call me two cups, really? Ash, because I can fill oh. two cups. You oh, know? There we go. <laughs> that will be the title of this episode, Two Cups, two Ash. Cups. Actually, yeah. people might um, think this is a different kind of um, thing. Yeah. yeah, let's not do that. Maybe not, maybe not. Maybe yeah, we'll leave that. We'll put that bit in. Um, yeah, so go up there. They, they do that. They do the vaccines as well. They do a blood test. Um, it's quite, yeah, it's quite in depth. So if you don't like needles, uh, you kind of look, look away from the... Uh, yeah from the uh, test and I had a medical so every so often you have to have a medical every two years as well so it's not okay. just one-off medical um because the medical is about being fit enough to work at sea it's a it's mm-hmm. a seamanship requirement it's not just a Disney requirement it's an actual um international law um seamanship yeah. part of it so because you've got you've got additional duties when you work on the cruise ship it's not just working your role you have safety duties so your eyesight has to be a certain level and your yeah. fitness has to be of some kind and yeah, it's a it's a it's a process, but I had a I had a, a medical back at the start of this year, so I could go back to the UK staycation cruises, mm-hmm. and um, I can tell that I well, she gave me how much I weighed, and um, I did not believe that the weight that I put on over the COVID was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I think the whole country will, you know, agree. And, you know, like everyone's in the same boat. So, you know what? You were making banana bread. You were busy. You had to. Yeah, that's it. Tiger I, King I was, and make banana bread. Yeah, that's it. I was making lots of donuts. I didn't realise how much there weight I put on over the COVID until I went to that medical. I actually went out and bought my own scales because <laughs> I was like, she's wrong. <laughs> she's lying to me. definitely wrong. <laughs> the doctor who's but... been in this profession for years <laughs> yeah. is wrong. Yeah. I was in denial. Um, yeah, so you, you do you do the medical, and yeah, it's, it's easy enough, um, straightforward. But it's just lots of paperwork to do. Yeah, for that. 
I can imagine. But obviously after the medical, getting on board the ship, how early do you find out what ship you're going on? Like, is this a big thing that you find out or is it quite like just a few weeks before? It's, it's quite, yeah, it's quite a late in the stage of um, finding out what ship you're going on because it all depends on, on what we call lines, spaces available on, on, on the ship. Okay. So as much as there are people working on the ship um, and there are people obviously still on vacation, and so people are rotating all the time on and off the ship. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, obviously people do leave the company and move on. So you have to fit into a line. You have to fit into someone else's position that's no longer yeah. there. Um, so it, you can wait for a while to get that line. Um, uh-huh. Or you could go straight into a line. It, it's, 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 it's all over the place with that. It, it just mm-hmm. depends on what's available at the time. When you first join and you've done your references they, they ask for about six references for youth activities um, or people that have uh-huh. seen you working kids so it's quite a lot of you know, yeah. a lot of wait for to get that done and then you get given like an onboarding um, system so you have a system where you have all these checks you need to do whether it's get your visa done your medical done the references yeah. done filling out you know your, your home airport preference where you want to fly from because yeah. they'll fly you from your home airport to to Orlando or you know wherever the ship's uh-huh. going to be um and there's a, basically a tick list once that's all done then is pretty much then they decide what ship you're going to go on um if there's a space available so for me um during my process um, I was offered a date and then I actually deferred it because I went back to summer camp okay um, during during the summer so they offered me a date in like uh May of the year I got hired I said, well, I'm going to summer camp. And they said, that's fine. We'll just defer you. And then uh-huh. I ended up going in October. Of, um, okay, so of not that too far after then. No. So my, my process actually was very quick if I'd taken the first option, but I decided uh-huh. to, to, to push it back. But I was offered a ship. I was supposed to go to the fantasy. And I was all geared up going to the fantasy. And I was like, all right, that's where I'm going. My bags are packed for that. I know I've got my details, my flight details and everything. This is the day I go. And I got an email saying, um, also, actually, you're going to the dream now and you're going to go a week huh? earlier. So they sent me a week <laughs> earlier to the dream. And I was like, oh, no, OK. OK. Right, I'll go. I'm, not, that's, I'm quite yeah. happy. Doesn't, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to me at the minute because I'm brand new. So, yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Don't know anything different. So, But either yeah, way, you were getting one of the biggest ships. Absolutely. And, that, yeah, I'm very happy that I got that ship it says uh, generally the new hires, when you first get hired, you generally go to one of the bigger ships. Normally it's the dream. The dream is quite a has a high turnover of new people coming in, and then okay. from there they generally get dispersed out, um, just okay. because the lines rotate quicker. Sometimes people do go straight into like the magic um, class mm-hmm. ship, so you know the magic or the wonder. Um, but generally, a lot of people go through uh, the dream. The dream before, okay, interesting. Yeah. So obviously, getting on board and doing this role, you were in youth activities. You're a youth activities counsellor. So can you tell us a little bit about what that actually entails? Yeah, it entails so much more than just youth activities working with kids. It is a varied role. Um, I would say huh? it's probably the most varied role that Disney Cruise Line offers. You do so much more. So our prime primary our primary job is to obviously work in the kids club and you look after and entertain kids. You've got the main kids club, which is three to 12. um, And that's where you're positioned. And your job literally is to play with the kids and ensure their safety while, while they're there. Um, It's, it's busy and it's loud, but it's fun. It is, it is a fun job to have. Um, 
And then additional roles within that, we serve food or we did serve food um, before the pandemic. So we um, yeah go down, get all the food for the kids. You serve food to the children, lunch and dinner. Um, so you learn okay. how to handle food and food safety and things okay. like that. You do a lot of you do a lot of cleaning. Uh, youth activities actually clean their space themselves. So uh, oh, we have okay. a housekeeper that comes. So a housekeeper will come in when kids have toilet accidents because that happens a lot. Imagine <laughs> um, that, yeah. Yeah, that is a, that is a huge thing that we you just oh there's another puddle of pee on the floor. It's there again. <laughs> there we'll we call housekeeping. Housekeeping deal with that because they've got the specialist equipment for that. Um, but at end of the night when your shift finishes, you're still scheduled for another hour and you're still cleaning um, okay. everything. And we dishwash toys, you bleach everything. Sometimes we don't, I didn't realise how much cleaning I was going to do. Yeah. Um, because it wasn't really in the job description when I applied. Um, yeah. I think the job description slightly changed a little bit now. Um, but it wasn't in the job. I had no idea I was going to be spending an hour cleaning uh, every night. Yeah. Um, so you do that. And then we get used around the ship as well. So on, if there's anything that other departments need help in generally, or there's something that's happening that's new to the ship, they go, youth activities, grab some of the youth activities because there's loads of us. Yeah. Um, we also work on the island as well. So there's a kids club on the island. Ah. And so when we dock at Castaway, um, you go and work on the island and the kids club is actually closed on the ship. So all the kids come to the island. And then you take up more roles. We actually rent snorkels and um, flippers for the snorkeling area on the, on the island. So you might spend a couple of hours on doing that. We do beach. Um, like a beach position where you stand on the beach for could be an hour, could be two hours and you stand where the snorkelers go in and you make sure people wear their life jackets going in. So that's a role that I was like, I didn't know I was doing this, which is good you for the tan. Ca- you, you know, I was going to say that, catch a great tab, put me on there. I yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> You've got to make sure you wear your sunscreen on that because that is a, that is a yeah. long day. Um, yeah, you get, you get the tan lines. You'll end up with some serious tan lines and especially uh-huh. on your feet because you've got to wear these like uh, sandals. Um, you'll get some proper strap, strap tan lines on that. Uh, yes, yeah, so that's, that's another role that we do. And I was like, I, I didn't know I'd be doing this. And then people think we're lifeguards. And I'm like, I'm not a lifeguard. No. Now, at most, I'm an aquatic observer at most. <laughs> <laughs> I'm watching you in the water. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. So, so we do that. And then we'll do special events at Christmas, um, different things with the kids. Uh, Halloween, we'll hand out candy around the ship at the Halloween uh-huh. stations and we're just a, a versatile sh- um, department on the ship. I think that's just so, so good because then it's not going to be the same every single day. At least it's changing and keeping it varied. Yeah. Because I can imagine, you know, if you're on a ship for, say, six months doing the exact same thing every day, it could get mundane and repetitive. So that's quite nice yeah. that you guys get all this extra stuff to do. Yeah, it's, it's very, very, like, even, like, on castaway days, we do gangway duty, which where we stand at the end of the gangway. Mainly the nursery do that, but sometimes youth activities do that as well, and you welcome people back to the ship, get them to wash their hands. Yeah. Uh, we collect kids from the from the restaurants. We go down, it's called dine and play, so you, you spend some of your time going out into the restaurant. You walk around the restaurant, you know, let people see you, and then you walk the kids back up to the kids' space. Oh. So there's lots of, like, just little things outside of the space that we do as well, which is nice. It does yeah. break up the day, and, it, and it, it's, it's interesting. Uh, we're very busy, though. It's a very busy department. What would you say is a regular hours, like, regular hours for youth activities on a cruise line? Um, so I would say... Generally obviously, spaces, without all the extra stuff, like, obviously, just, like, a regular day. 
yeah so you're you're, you're definitely going to be working 10 hours a day um that pretty much is there's no there's no getting away, getting away from that um you're going to be working 10 hours a day so expect that you could start at three o'clock in the afternoon sometimes oh, which wow. is nice um so if we have port days um when those port days start up again and we can get and we can get off once we get back into a bit of normality um you can go off and you can explore you can explore the port which is nice it's almost like having a day off it feels like a day yeah. off sometimes so you get off and you explore whether it's the island if it's disney's island you can get off there um but if you start late you also that means you finish late so um, yeah. if you work in the team club you might not finish till 2 a.m at night time okay uh, which can be quite late generally the latest if you're in the actual main kids club 1 a.m will be the latest that you finish because that's when we, sh- we shut probably about 12 30 sometimes um, yeah. and then the earliest you'll generally start is probably eight maybe seven in the morning so you okay. so roughly we're, we're, you're working any time between 7 a.m and i'll say one one thirty. Um, okay and then obviously you get breaks during the day so on c days which is like the day that you work the most uh, you might mm-hmm. only get half hour break for a 10 hour day um, but other days you might literally go to work for three hours and then you'll have five hours off and then you'll go back to work for another okay. two hours and then you'll get half an hour off. And then, so yeah, you get big so breaks serious. during the day sometimes. Yeah. So your day feels like 15 hours. So you, get, you, you have a 15 hour day, but you work 10 hours of it. If that yeah. makes sense from start to finish. So um, if you had that break, would you guys go back and nap? What would, what would you? Absolutely. Reg- yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. If I, I'm napping on half hour breaks, if I'm uh, if I'm feeling yeah. tired, you know, yeah, that's a that's a dangerous nap. But yeah, so generally we in youth activities, um, you have privileges as well. So okay, um, you can you can use your privileges into being in certain guest areas and do certain things in guest areas. So if you have time, you can go and sit somewhere out on the top deck in the sun. So if you want to go, if you've oh, got lovely. five hour break, three hour break, go and read a book in the sun. You can do that. Um, oh. The early finish. So you might finish early. You might finish at say seven o'clock seven thirty and which is which is the perfect time because you get to go we get to do dining requests so you can go to a restaurant in the, in the evening oh, time okay. um, and then you can even go and watch a show or you can just go and watch a show that's going on in the Walt Disney Theatre so you can you can do all that stuff as well but yeah oh. on breaks get some food get some sleep relax just yeah. kind of chill out do some oh, laundry sometimes <laughs> oh that that's the fun part yeah that's the yeah there. <laughs> <laughs> obviously it's all sounds so good but living on a ship must be mad okay obviously we know you're working there we're mm-hmm. living there but what is it like actually living on this ship it takes definitely some getting used to it's uh okay. it's a huge adjustment and yeah it, it takes it takes a while and you have to be open for it because when you first get on the ship you have no idea where anything is and it's not like walking into the guest areas of the ship and you can kind of find your way around there's little signposts and things and you you kind of know the flow of, of the ship there yeah. underneath in the crew areas it's it's just like a maze of of tunnels and, and and stairwells and it's so overwhelming i remember being like i have no idea how i'm going to find my way around like, i don't even know how to get from my cabin to the crew mess i, I don't understand how i'm going to do how i'm going to do it and it is really nerve-wracking and for some people that's it, it gets too much um and for many new people that come on the ship they go oh i can't do this um, and it becomes a reason why people want to leave the ship is because they mm-hmm. don't feel comfortable at first but you have to understand everyone everyone feels like that at first yeah because uh, you, you just look around and you go oh my gosh there's like it's like ants everyone's everyone's mm-hmm. going somewhere they know where they're going i'm i'm getting in the way um people are walking into me because i just stand still because i'm trying to find where i need to go 
Um, so that's it's overwhelming at first, but it's such a great place to be. Um, yeah. Once you once you get used to that kind of where things are, which does happen within a couple of weeks, and you you know the routes to take, it's a it's it's like a little community um, on the oh, ship. Good. So you you know you're working with your own department, um, mm-hmm. youth activities on the on the big ships. You know you can have about 70, 80 people in that department. That's just your department. Wow, that's you're a lot. With a, it's it's a lot of people. It is. You're lucky that everyone wears name badges, you know, because <laughs> it's yeah, exactly so many people. Um, and then obviously you've got the rest of the ship's crew, and everyone's really nice. And that's one of the things I've actually really found working on the cruise ship and working with Disney Cruise Lines. No matter what department people are working in, you make friends in other departments. Um, oh, you get good. to know other people, and it feels like a good kind of community spirit. It's like a little city below, oh, you know, the cute. guest areas. There's a whole city of corridors. People sit out in their corridors, play games. Especially youth activities, we do that all the time. You you always find people sitting outside their rooms in the in the crew areas, just playing card games um, oh, and things cute. like that. And then we have big social events as well, whether it's quiz nights, karaoke, um, just anything you can think of for the crew to you know for us to to, to socialise. We we do that. So oh, that's you're, so nice. You're, you'll always find every night. Yeah, you'll find every night there's something to do. There's always okay. a social event that you can go to and people you can hang out with. And, it's nice it's nice like that so you do meet yeah. a lot of people and obviously you're with people 24 7 um mm-hmm. so if you like privacy um you at first will definitely struggle on the ship yeah. because there, there there is no privacy um everyone knows everybody everyone knows what everyone's doing all the time you always see the same faces um and it's just a so obviously you can go to your cabin and you can you can chill out but you obviously you, you live with a roommate so it's a okay. it's a very uh yeah it's a very nice place to live it's, it's good it's, it's with your roommate are they like in the same department as you or could it be anyone on the ship no so they're always going to be in the same department um okay. but it it doesn't have to be the like youth activities department so youth activities ah. falls under the entertainment department Okay. So in, in in entertainment, you have youth activities, you have the lifeguards, you have the crew staff, you have main stage, uh, like the dancers and, and, and the performers, uh, and they all kind of leave entertainment. So you could, okay. in theory, live with any one of them. Generally, youth activities will always live with youth activities or lifeguards or crew staff. That's generally okay. how it will be. Um, and you can choose to be with someone. If, if you've made a friend and you want to go, I want to live with you, you can put a room request in. And you can live okay. with anyone you want to. So you're not stuck with one person um, uh-huh. for, the, for the whole time. And obviously your contracts are different. So you might even have two or three roommates in one contract oh. because but people are leaving like, the ship. And Well, if you're doing a bottom bunk and like say, you know, you've got the top bunk, but your roommates on the bottom bunk, they've moved out. I bet you moved in quite fast. Yeah, absolutely. And you have to be quick <laughs> as well. So listen, so you, you debark really early in the morning and they get off and they go. And I'm literally like, right, I now need to move all my stuff at seven o'clock in the morning down to the bottom bunk before the next person comes in and, and leaves yeah. their stuff. Because if you're if you're still asleep and they come in, they're claiming their bottom bunk. That's good. You know, you've, you've got to be so quick. The bottom bunk is the place to be. I, I, I like the bottom bunk. Yeah. <laughs> is, the, is the top bunk, is it okay? Like, or... Oh, so the bottom, it's, again, the top bunk's okay. And I like it because actually it feels very private because you've got like a little screen um, of, the, of the bed that comes up and then you've got the curtain that you put across. Okay. So it feels really private. It feels really kind of, you know, you're there on your own. A little bit coffin-like, a little bit claustrophobic if, uh-huh. uh, at first, if you're not used to it because the, like, the ceiling's right above your nose. 
Um, but it, it is nice up there, but trying to get down to the toilet every night. Yes. You know, you, you jump you jump down, it's like a massive bang on the floor. Do you, just, is there uh, stairs? There, there is stairs, but the cabins are so small that you try and save space as much as possible. So if you put the ladder up, um, it takes up a big space to the room. Um, so you'll find that most people don't use the steps to go up unless you need the steps to go up. I yeah. normally use the uh, the chair. There's a chair in the room, <laughs> so I use that or the desk and jump up there. It's like a bit of parkour as you go up. Yeah, there, there you go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, like, living on the ship, you say you do so many, like, activities and stuff for the crew. Could you give us a standout moment that you got to experience as a crew member? Oh, what in in terms of crew events or like yeah a, or like something that you got to do on the ship that was magical as a crew member? Um, oof. so we get to do lots of special crew crew events that happen just for us, and you get some times when, well, I, I like we have special meet and greets with the characters and stuff just for the crew. Ah, um, so cool. at Chris at Christmas time, you'll get to meet Mickey and everyone in their Christmas outfits and Halloween. Oh, and, um, and that that's really nice. That's quite special. You get to, you get to meet with that kind of intimate setting so yeah. that's always nice to get to get a few good pictures from that um there's been i don't know really it's it's, it's so many cool events that happen on the ship that, ju- that are just for us yeah um we get to see premieres of movies as well so um we'll get to go and have a special uh, crew screenings of new films that have come out oh that's good um, and, and and generally what always happens is the films on the ship normally come out before they've actually been released on land so oh. we always have like a screening of the film at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock at night for the guests, but the film doesn't actually come out to the next day. So if you're oh. on the cruise ship and a, new, and a new Disney film comes out, generally you're going to watch it first. <laughs> it's always oh, out that's first, really so. cool. That's, yeah. that's such a nice little extra you get for the crew. That's really cool. Obviously, moving on to... Obviously, Disney's just so magical. Like, and this is my favourite part of the podcast because I love, like, cute stories. So can you give us some magical moments you got to make as a crew member for the guests on board? Yeah, um, there's been quite a few. And working with, working with kids, you always find those little special moments. Um, it's kind yeah. of a... What's really nice about working in, in that youth activities department is the kids come into us, the parents aren't there. Um, it's just us and the kids. And you always find a kid that you just connect with somehow yeah. you just as a kid that you really like you, you connect with really well um and I, I actually remember this kid who come in and she was probably about five didn't speak a word of English she was in Andy's room with me I was in Andy's room there's lots of counselors that speak um Spanish and other languages uh-huh. I don't speak any other languages and there was another counselor who didn't speak any other languages and this little girl was just kind of just standing there kind of just looking around didn't know what to do so I just started playing with like the Mr Potato Heads and stuff that we had in there and we played for, I don't know, about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, not understanding a word each other was saying to each other. I had no idea what she was saying to me. She oh. had no idea what I was saying to her. Um, and that was really nice. And then oh. it was the next the next day I was in like another room. And bearing in mind, there's like thousands of kids, like a thousand kids, yeah. 800 to a thousand kids in the space. I feel this little like tap on my on my back. And I was like, what's that? I turned around, little girl's like, hola. I was like, oh, hello. Ah. She, she, come, she come to find me to say hello. Even though we don't speak a single, lang- like, a word of each other's language. Um, and that was really so nice. Cute. And you kind of make those little little connections. And, yeah, yeah. That, that was really nice. And when kids come to find you, uh, what they want to hang out with you in the space. That's, that's so really nice. nice. And, yeah. And that's what's really good about youth activities is that we have such a high guest interaction rate. 
um it's 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 huge i think almost more than any other department really because we're constantly with guests whether it's yeah the children or the parents and we 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 always actually become a second guest services as well um, we have desks at the kids club where we check in and out of um, the kids check in and out uh-huh. but people come to us because we're convenient and ask us any random question that's nothing to do with youth activities yeah. um, so we're also we're also dealing with issues and trying to fix other people's problems and things like that so um, that's really nice as well when guests come to you for for stuff and it's nothing to do with youth activities but you yeah. can help them in a it's way. almost like um, custodial at the Disney parks. They are doing their job, but they come, hmm. people, they are like a Disney encyclopedia. You go straight yeah. to the custodial <laughs> cast members, like, where's Space Mountain? Where's this? And they're like, right yeah. there, I got you. They, they know just everything. Know it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. That's, that's sometimes what it feels like for, for us is that we do so much on the ship that our general knowledge of what things, of what things are um, yeah. is, is, is really good. And yeah, I, I love that. I, lo- I love that as well. So huh. we, we sold stuff for adult guests and that. <laughs> oh I love that obviously we are coming nearly to the end of the podcast but I just want to ask what would you say obviously the cruise line has started back up all ships are sailing now right yes I, I believe so I believe the wonder was the last one to go back and I believe I believe yeah I think they're definitely sailing yeah. this crew on there I don't know if they've just did, just done their testing but yeah all, yeah. all ships are back well, you just came off the Disney Magic at Sea for the UK yes. guests. So obviously, yep. it was was it all UK guests on that ship. Uh, UK residents, yeah. Uh-huh. So was that a little bit different to comparison? Because obviously, we know UK guests do make it onto the ships, but it's not as big a thing as it is for mm-hmm. us, you know, going to Disney World. You know, it's it's yeah. you know, or Disneyland Paris. So what was it like doing a cruise with mostly British guests? It, honestly, it was a different experience. Um, so we, we do have UK guests come on a Disney cruise. Yeah. But it's 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 very rare and you, you come across them and you definitely know when there's English people on board. But this one was just, yeah, everyone, everyone was so English. And it was it was nice um, in a way because we could talk to English guests in a way that English people and British people, UK people, yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, sometimes, sometimes things when we speak to American guests on the ship, although we do our best to be as, uh, like I say, American as we can, sometimes yeah. things get lost lost in translation. So yeah. having English guests on on the ship, it, it's it, it's very it's a different experience. Um, I enjoyed it, and what was actually quite like unique is you could tell Liverpool guests when we were up at Liverpool were different to the guests we had in Southampton. So there was oh. not only did we have the difference of just being British guests on board, the regional differences was... The Northerners uh, versus was the Southerners. Very, very interesting. <laughs> it was very interesting. And uh, yeah, it, it was actually, it was really nice. Uh, English kids, yeah. definitely a lot different than American children. Mm-hmm. Um, English children would, I would say, are easier to wrangle are easier to keep together are easier uh-huh. to to uh give instructions to <laughs> they yeah. listen a little bit more um and but then also they've never been on a disney cruise ship before a lot of our american guests who work on the dream have been on the ship before like you know yeah. three or four or five times these english guests had never been on the ship uh, hadn't been to disney for a long time and so yeah. it was really nice to have have people that wouldn't experience the ship on board they've, they've never experienced yeah. what it's like to be on a disney yeah. cruise ship a lot of a lot of them had never even 
heard of Disney Cruise Line as a cruise line because yeah. I don't think Disney Cruise Line has a huge presence in the UK. It doesn't really, um, does it? Really? No, most people don't know that Disney Cruise Line exists outside of um, the parks and things. People yeah. think Disney, they think of the parks. So that was really nice to have a different set of group of guests on board who could experience everything for the first time. That, that was magical. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Was it quite like good for you, I suppose? Because usually when you're on these ships, you have the time difference constraint for you talking to your friends and family. This time you're on the same time zone. Was it quite nice? Yeah. Yeah, that it, it makes a huge difference. You're able to communicate instantly with, you know, not yeah. a five-hour delay or whatever. Um, yeah. That was nice. Um Although I'm, I'm, I'm engaged. My fiance is actually in America. So my fiance ah, is still, still time difference, still time difference for me. So ah. being here instead of in the US meant I was still behind. Um, so if you go back ahead. to the ships and you have like the American time, the, the American time again, you'll actually be better off on those ships yeah, with your yeah, fiance. For, for, for my fiance, yeah. Um, but <laughs> it makes a huge difference being able to, I mean, having phone signal as well for my phone, just going to be able to sit outside, yeah. you know, and be able to use my phone easier on my own network um, was good. So it's yeah. a lot of good little things that I've never experienced before and not having to fly to the ship. You know, yeah. I just, I live, I live in Kent and I live not too far from Dover. Um, it's about 40 minutes from me where I live. And I actually had to go further up to London to the, to the airport hotel first for them to then drive past where I live to go back down to Dover to get on the ship. Um, that's crazy <laughs> so, but it was not yeah it was it was nice to be able to board a ship and not have to worry about the jet lag um when you normally yeah. you, you fly to Orlando and I fly back stay in a hotel overnight and then we get up at like 4 4 a.m in the morning to go and board the ship at 6 a.m and then you start work you you, you, you return you board the ship 6 7 a.m you go through a bit of safety training again and then it's like right here's your uniform sort your cabin out it. back to work that's it uh, uh, this time I should, I went straight into quarantine for 14 days. So, so definitely different. <laughs> was it hard doing that, like in a cabin? Yeah, we, they, they luckily they gave us guest cabins. Um, oh, that's nice. So I had, I had a, yeah, so I had a balcony and a nice big guest cabin. Uh, definitely couldn't have done it in a crew cabin. Yeah. And it was, it, it was nice. And I was really looking forward to it. By the 13th day, I think I was kind of losing my mind a little bit. <laughs> just just let imagine. me out. Just let me out of here. There's only so much I can do or not do sitting in the room for for that for two weeks but uh, it was an experience well, in itself it was worth it because you got to go back on the ships yes that's it yeah yes. <laughs> it was worth it to go through that but obviously you will be I'm assuming going back on the ships so let us know about when you think or what you think you're going to be doing next yeah so I have I was supposed to go back actually last month um, I just pushed it back a little bit um and i hopefully should be going back in the new year um in okay. after christmas time that's that's my plan um to go back in the new year i want to go to florida for christmas <laughs> that's oh, where wow. i want to spend spend christmas time so i'm in negotiations to push my contract back um and then i can i can do that so hopefully um i would like to go back to the dream because that's just the, the, the ship that i started on yeah. um but i've been offered i've been offered the magic um so i mean you, you, you take what you're given I'm not yeah. gonna complain about it it's going back no and, yeah it's great so yeah we'll oh. see what happens see where it happens see oh, where I land. well we'll be following you on youtube and living through yeah so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> but obviously we have the last question of the podcast which is the biggest one so are you ready oh i think so <laughs> okay ash what is your deepest darkest disney confession oh see that's a tough question See, a little bit of me wants to say, 
I think Lion King 2 is better than Lion King 1 because that's basically you know what I was saying but earlier on. You've dropped that already. We need to. I know. So I mean, you know. I've, I've lost. I've lost that, and I've lost that that card. Um, I, I I would say, and I think many people would probably shout at me um, for this. I I don't know if I can say it. I think people would be slightly <laughs> not not offended by it, but I think everyone's like, going to unsubscribe to your YouTube now. That's it. I. Am not necessarily a fan of going to Magic Kingdom. I don't really like going to Magic Kingdom, which you which know I know uh... it's it is a long <laughs> day. I I honestly, when it you're is. leaving Magic Kingdom, I think why the heck did I come here when you're trying to leave? It's awful. I, so I, I kind of I mean, get I, what you mean. Also, I like I like going to the park. I like I like going there, and I, I love being in like the atmosphere, and the ambience of it. But I find myself sweating and stressing more, more sometimes because I'm like I want to do this I want to do that I want to go here I want to go there I'm just like oh god there's so much to do and I'm stressing um where that's why I like Animal Kingdom I like just going around chilling walking around looking at the animals and just going at my own pace I feel like Magic yeah. Kingdom I'm kind of going at a pace that's 10 times where I want to go yeah, but Epcot's kind of like that as well. You can just <laughs> walk around the pavilions, you can chill, you can have a yeah. drink in between them. But yeah, Magic Kingdom is a commitment to the day. You have to be ready to do really Magic is. Kingdom. It really is. But it has parts of the Caribbean, so, you know, there I we keep going back. <laughs> exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Ash. It's been great to have you. And everyone needs thank to you. go and check out your YouTube. Yeah, come over and have a look. There's still videos going up about my time from the UK staycations bruises i filmed some of my time in isolation as well so oh, there we go. see me lose, lose my mind on uh, terrible videos of me stuck in a room for 14 days then yeah yeah head over. <laughs> well, thank it. you so much but this has been another episode of confessions of a disney cast member thank you so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our podcast follow our instagram and listen to all the other episodes because they are just as magical as each other so keep spreading the magic and bye for now